This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The coronavirus outbreak continues to dominate the news, and the latest development hits close to home for farm policy. A USDA employee has tested positive for the virus, the department confirmed to AgriPulse this morning. The employee works in the south building of USDA's Washington headquarters, and the wing where the employee works has been closed for deep cleaning in accordance with CDC guidelines, Deputy Ag Secretary Steve Senske said in a message to USDA employees. A department spokesperson says those in close contact with the employee who tested positive have been instructed to begin teleworking immediately. The department plans to allow for maximized telework for employees in the National Capital Region beginning tomorrow. The virus infected another day of trading on Wall Street and in the commodity markets. Colin Woodall is the CEO of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. He says every stage of the beef supply chain has a lot on the line right now. I think we can make the claim that everything's at stake for the beef industry. I mean, you have the the price situation on the producer side, which uh, has uh, producers worried about the future of their of their business, whether that's a feedlot, a stocking operation, or a, uh, a cow-calf operation. Uh, you have the, the packers looking at whether or not they can continue moving product. Uh, we have the concern of more more bans or closures or different things that impact the ability of people to, to get beef. But he says beef is obviously far from alone in their concerns. I don't think that what we're seeing is, is necessarily unique to us. It's the question that every business, every industry in this country is having right now. And it's just the unknown of what we're going to see over the next month to two months in regards to the overall coronavirus outbreak. Agriculture first paid attention to the coronavirus over concerns about China's ability to live up to phase one commitments for ag purchases. But Congresswoman Angie Craig says the virus could be contributing to challenges for furthering the U.S.-China relationship. You know, what we're hearing is that negotiators can't get back in a room together, of course, because now we're in a global pandemic uh, to finalize that agreement. What we're hearing is that there are products sitting at ports that can't be received. And so, you know, you add on top of a difficult situation already, uh, you know, additional uh, factors that are out of the control of the American farmer. And, you know, we may need to come back and do something else. For the last two years, that something else has been the market facilitation program. She says farmers need to know what to expect. Farmers need a consistent farm safety net that'll hold up in trade wars and pandemics. And clearly, we just we don't have that right now. There's also concern about whether or not payments will impact the viability of future farm policy. Craig says it's important to be smart about the assistance going forward. You know, taxpayers are right when they ask questions about MSP. I mean, uh, politicians need to tell the story of Title I and crop insurance to protect the farm safety net. To hear more from Craig, including her thoughts on the nation's biofuels policy and pending infrastructure legislation, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Planting season is underway in some areas, but could be challenged in others. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Dry weather in the far south is allowing Texas farmers to get ahead with corn and sorghum planting. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says the dry conditions are letting producers get well ahead of schedule. That's really that south Texas drought area. So, for example, Texas, 28 percent of the intended corn acreage planted. That's a statewide number. As of March 8th, five-year average, 10%. The deep south looking great, but needs some rain. However, just a short distance to the north, 
It is very wet with lowland flooding and saturated soils. He also says an early outlook for the Midwest is not showing a favorable picture for planting. Conditions are already wet in much of the Corn Belt, and that is particularly true across the north and through the lower Midwest. So what I mean by that is from the Red River Valley of the north to eastern Dakotas, stretching all the way across to Michigan, very, very wet. They're in the same boat as, as that interior south area. The National Weather Service is expected to release its spring flood outlook Thursday. USDA starts crop progress reports April 6th. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.